1: Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions apply.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
3: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
1: Ch-ch-
0: that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about
1: anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
4: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Old Lady Speaks podcast on black and white and red all over. This is your host Danny coming to you for episode number sixteen, the Mario Herman Camaronesi episode, or we could go Reto Ziegler, whichever one, whichever one you guys. Does Maro that count? All
2: day. Maro Does that even day. count?
4: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to count preseason friendly, sure. Did he
5: even play in a preseason friendly? I don't even remember.
2: Also, we can't forget, you know, it's also, it could also be episode of Juan Cuadrado. Yeah. That's respectively. Yes, respectively.
4: <laughs> or the original Carlo Pensolio. So we could go that route too. Let me uh, bring in the crew here, starting with Sam Lepresti. Hello, Sam. How's it going, Danny? I'm excited for this one. Yes, we've got Chucks. Hello, Chucks. Hello, everyone.
3: Um, I do prefer Rito Ziegler because for some reason he sounds like a Bond villain, you know. (laughs) Rito Ziegler. (laughs) Bond stepped into the room and there he was, Rito Ziegler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, good afternoon.
4: (laughs) We've got the hooded wonder, Sergio Romero. Hello, Sergio.
6: Hey, Phyllis. how you doing? About to Ziegler, for whatever reason, I know he plays in the MLS now. Like, I'm pretty sure he plays in... FC Dallas or something. It so, does. You know, if, if you want to go watch a, a true Juventus legends live, you know, I mean, <laughs> I recommend that you that you go watch FC Dallas. Truly, really, truly really a, a a sight to behold, really.
4: And one of the few, I believe, one of the few MLS clubs that are actually, for whatever reason, allowing people into the stands these days. So FC Dallas. Oh, Texas. <laughs> exactly. And we've got a special guest on this week's episode. One of. Sam's good Juventus friends, Tall. Hello, Tall.
2: Hi. Thank you for having me, guys.
4: And why don't we start with our guest, as we're learning a little bit about you pre-show, pre-recording here. You and Sam are very much responsible for the, uh, I believe, the New York uh, Juventus Empire State Empire State Empire State Juventus Supporters Club. So I guess just if you want, take us back in the Delorean and
2: do you want me to start there? Do you want me to give background on like how I became a UA fan? I can do, I can start wherever can, you want. That's a fun story evolve. actually do with that. <laughs> so, so, I mean, a lot of people like, like my, my entry into you um, which is basically when I was 10, I moved to Israel and all I did with my cousins there was play FIFA winning, Evolu- you know, pro evolution winning 11. I even remember that red card game. That was a fun one. So all we did was play, you know, soccer video games, football video games. And um, I was always garbage, just absolute trash. And uh, not very good to this day. But once one of my cousins recommended that I play, oh, there's this other Italian team, you seem to like some of the Italian players, like you try these guys out, they're pretty good, Da 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 da. da. Cause I was only going for like the five star teams and Juve was like four and a half at that point. But the second I got my hands on that Juve squad, I started winning games. So I wasn't bad at FIFA anymore. And, and uh, it, it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, the more I started to learn about the club, uh, the more I was interested in it. Also living in Israel, I was able to get European broadcasts of a lot of uh, games. So watching things like regular season matches and Champions League was like a regular thing. There wasn't like a, a really intense sports package that was needed to be able to watch that stuff. So my access to it was really easy. And then when I moved back to the, US, the States, I was able to just kind of follow stuff on, on, online as much as there was that wasn't in Italian. So I was really, really mostly able to see like scores and like who scored and stuff like that until I, at around 17, got a job at a bar and they had a sports package. So sometimes I catch music games there. And then um, I turned 21 and I started going to legends on thirty third street in Manhattan. And that's where I met Sam. Sam, what, what day was it exactly? It what, was I
5: day believe day it was up? said February 16th, 2013. 2013. Um, yeah. yeah. A day that will live uh, in infamy. A day that will a day that a day that I'll tell you what, Jack Keane, the proprietor of the football factory downstairs is probably will will is probably really uh, loving because we get him, <laughs> you know, we get our we get our guys in there. Um oh, yeah, I had we, I had discovered legends only a couple of months before, uh, I'd gone to watch a, uh, I'd, I'd searched for sports, for soccer bars in the, in the city, and I had uh, found a Coppa Italia game between Juve and AC Milan, and that was the first game I watched there, and a couple of months later, that was a game, it was a game against Roma, we, Juve ended up losing, it was uh, on a, like, a rocket shot from Francesco Totti in the second half. And I oh, remember I
2: remember that. I wasn't even mad. It was like one of those ones you can't even be mad at losing after yeah, a shot. Like- it's
5: like like six goalkeepers wouldn't have stopped that shot. And yeah. uh, but I happened to be wearing a um I I, I own several relatively good knockoff kits, one of which was the uh the bet click buffon with the like kind of the black the black and the bet the big white white rectangle bet click and like the red and green going down the sides. And tall commented on the Keeper's Kit, because he had, didn't see them very often at that point. And uh, that was the first time we met. And as we kept on starting to see each other more and more, we, we started really becoming really good friends. And, uh, and that was the beginning of it. And, and
2: then I started to get really mad that there was no official fan club in, at that bar. Yeah. And there, even, there I, was, mean, I mean, technic- Jack said it best, he was like, just send them a photo of you guys in front of the Empire State Building, which is across the street, literally. Um, <laughs> and they'll, 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 they'll fly someone out here to, to, to start a fan club for you. And basically and look at, and lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. We started um, making a lot of noise about trying to get the fan club up off the ground. Uh, you know, Sam and myself, there were a lot of other people involved. Let, uh, Saul, uh, hold, hold on, let's, of.
5: let's, let's backtrack for a second up, up to the, the, the pre-official days and the hostile yeah. takeover that we had to stage. Cause that was a thing.
2: So um, yeah, there was a coup.
5: Yeah, we, we 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 essentially there was in name a Juventus club at Legends. Um, it was run by somebody who was very inattentive, did not really do a lot of organizing. I
2: had never um, met that
5: person. You you never met the, the you you better off. You know, we we were always we had always been thinking this is Juventus. There should be more than half a dozen of us here, especially for the big games, with some help from. Uh, I know I spearheaded this and another fr- couple of other friends of ours for the final in Berlin against Barcelona, we packed the place and we were, and we were like, this has, there has to be something with this. And so we started first, we kind of inquired with the person who who was running it, whether she uh, was interested in, you know, kind of handing stuff off or, you know, getting more help. And she was very, very protective of her, position as leader, air quotes, and really didn't do it. So we started basically, there were about half a dozen of us that started essentially staging a hostile takeover. We, we created uh, social media accounts and everything like that. We actually have a very good relationship with the AC Milan club that also goes to that bar. And so we kind of launched our version of the club The day that the first day that year that we played Milan because they had a very large uh, social media group, so they started boosting us. they basically immediately
2: immediately endorsing us as the Manhattan-based Juve fan club kind of solidified us. And then we had like a a big flag to go with that. If you ever go to Legends, you'll you know uh, any supporters' clubs that are there, they all have like huge eight by twelve foot flags that are hung when your when your team plays. Uh, we have a brand new one that's gorgeous. Yeah, Flag 2.0
5: 2. is wonderful
2: when uh yeah it's safe to do so. And and from there it really started to escalate to the point where we're like okay, like let's go, let's go official. And at that point we had already acquired like really great members like uh, JP Lazo, um Maruka who were able really instrumental in in going official after that because we were basically making so much noise as an unofficial fan club that Juve yeah. uh, kind of hit us up. I remember getting a Facebook message from somebody that was like, hi, uh, my name is, um, I'm not going to name this person, and I uh, work on the marketing team for Juve. I, I, I understand that you are interested in starting a fan club. Would you be, you know,
4: It wasn't ritos- you talking to me when I'm it?
2: in the city, and I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> yes. Like, when, like, where, where, do you want me to pick you up at the airport? Like, what's going on? So, It it, it snowballed from there. You know, we've been official since 2017. You know, unofficially started in 2015. So it kind of took Sam and I, you know, two years or so to kind of get an unofficial thing started. And then we went official in 2017. And, I mean, the rest is history. I think we've just been growing uh, every year uh, since then. And our numbers are better. And we're able to provide kind of a better package in terms of what it is about. I highly recommend you check out, we have uh, our new website and you can learn all about us on our website. It's Juventus club empire state.com.
5: And anyone that, you know, anyone that's in the New York area, if, uh, and and it's not just New York city. I mean, I live in Jersey city right across the river tall is in Connecticut. In, Connecticut. Tal's in Connecticut now. And I'm um, the president, <laughs> you know, a lot of, you know, the two people that, uh, the, the two board members that, Tal mentioned JP and Marcella are both in Long Island, so we're not just we we don't just serve.
2: I can't, you know. Uh, also, you know, I can't uh, just because even though she was not involved in the establishment, she's uh, instrumental in the continued running of the club. Yeah, she uh, is. Sabrina Fruci has to be mentioned uh, anytime our club is mentioned. Uh, you know, I feel like all of the board members have to be mentioned. Myself, kind of last, but I'm usually the one doing all the talking, so um, <laughs> I I kind of introduce myself in that in that vein. You know, it's, it's, it's really a, a big team effort and we try to, you know, incorporate as much from member feedback as we can all the mm-hmm. time. You know, Sam knows being a member of the board and, and part of the board process and everything like that. Yeah.
5: When, when I, when I was, when I was on the board, I Yeah, well. I just, I, I just, I just stepped away from board duties because I had some other family obligations that I had to deal with and I wasn't going to have the time anymore. So I just, uh, I've recently stepped away from that. I'm just a, an ordinary member now, but I, I love it but just to say
2: but now he you know, gets, he gets to enjoy what him and I always talked about you know back in 2000 yeah right exactly which is there being a club that's good that has events that does stuff that we can sit back and enjoy and just be a member of yeah
5: and, and also just and also one last thing because one of the one of the things that Tal and I set out to do when we really started to go official was not only to start a club here in, in the city but also to set a model for other people juventini in north america and anywhere that want to that that might want to do the same thing so if you not only you know if you're not in the in the new york area but you know of a of a place you know if if there's a juventus community in your area that you might want to start that you might want to start the journey this journey yourself if you were to contact the club we would absolutely
3: help you with that and start you on that process
5: and give you this any support that you needed
3: so could you describe kind of like the governing structure of, of you guys, just like of the supporters club? Like you mentioned the board, like could you like, yeah, talk we, about that a bit more? We have
2: a board, you know, uh, we are probably going to at some point have to, you know, bring another person because we like to have five. That's a good round odd number. But just given COVID and everything that's kind of not on the cards for us right now. It's myself, the president, and then four four members, but it's not like, you know, I hold any additional sway or anything like that. You know, we really just kind of democratically figure out what people want. We've been doing a lot of like social media surveys to kind of figure out like, hey, we want to do this T-shirt. Do you like this design or this design? You know what I mean? And It's not necessarily that, but in that kind of vein. Uh, we have some ideas for this year of what we're going to do. Uh, we've launched something called the City Pass. Which is, you know, these are all things that we have to work to set up. So, like the city pass is, um, it's, you know, we've been partnering with some businesses to so you get you a little discount code. Actually, wait, give me one second. I'll get you the city pass. I have it. <laughs> this card in the uh, in the mail, and this QR code, you scan it, and on the the UV, uh, uh, the Jofc website, there's the list of all the places that you would get benefits at. You know, it's 15 bucks off, maybe of this, maybe of that. You know, we're kind of negotiating with different businesses as they see fit. And if any, uh, you know, businesses in the New York area are listening, feel free to find us on our website and reach out to us if you want to, you know, partner up and work on the uh, City Pass project.
4: So I guess knowing that this pandemic has changed a lot of things for a whole lot of people, what has it been like knowing that you guys obviously have been meeting at Legends for years now? And then all of a sudden you're now either cooped up watching a Juventus game at home by yourself or just kind of with a very select few people. And I guess that's for, for Sam and, and Utah.
2: Well, I would say you know we did, we did do it uh, at the beginning of the pandemic right when games first started. Well, I wouldn't say at the beginning of the pandemic. I would say like right. You know, at the
5: beginning of the restart.
2: At the beginning of the restart of, of, of Serie A, we, uh, we did Zoom. We did a lot of zoom matches. It was so, so, you know what I mean? It's kind of difficult when everyone's kind of on a different game stream. So somebody like celebrates or like jeers and (laughs) then you're like, Oh, I didn't see that. And then you're like, it's, so it's kind of spoilery. So, you know, that fizzled out. Kind of, um, and uh, you know, I'm just crossing my fingers that I'll be able to, you know, go yeah. back to Legends and and you know, and, Le- and Legends them.
5: has been doing some outdoor dining. We did uh, Tall and Marcella were out there at yeah. their outdoor area for the Lazio game.
2: I was supposed to be in the stadium for the Lazio yeah. game.
5: Yeah, that was upsetting. With there was that that trip that that having to cancel the having to cancel the trip was uh, yeah, one of the most Kobe, unfortunate we, things.
2: We were going to be what I think uh, we were going to take a bunch of our members as a Whole group out to Turin. We were going to see uh, Juve, Lazio. We were also scheduled to see the women play and the Primavera play.
4: Women and, two nothing victors today, by the
3: way. So. Yeah, J ladies. And actually, on that note, like, how much since we're talking about the the Juventus ladies, like, how much is the fan club like, kind of incorporating the games of the Juventus women? Like, so- how has that changed recently? I guess like
2: it's not super easy to watch them you kind of need the UVA tv thing i
4: i can confirm that it is (laughs) um, unless you have jtv it is a chore
2: (laughs) yeah but we really we've been there's there's a fan club in torino called the domino fan club and they are basically like the fan club for the women's team and they're like at every game um you know, uh, and we were going to go, we, you know, had established a relationship with them. We were going to go check them out and meet up with them. Uh, they're really cool people. Uh, and, and they were kind of our lifeline to the women's club and how to kind of access tickets for that. Cause it's kind of nebulous right now. I mean, you know, Serie A, uh, the female Serie A, I think might still technically be a semi pro league.
4: Yep. They're not uh, going to be professionals for at least a couple more years.
2: Yeah, so, so the, the infrastructure around it is not as kind of built up yet, so it's really difficult. I would love for there to be more access because, like, no lie, like, I'd love to watch a Juve squad beat someone 7-0 and, like, not have to have a heart attack because, like, we might, you know, crap the bed in the last 20 minutes of the game is that is that so much to ask for and if if i have to watch like you know i remember saying this when when we went to go uh, to one of the like summer events and i remember one of our members was complaining about you know oh you know none of the stars show up DiBala's not here you know they're not bringing this guy they're not bringing
5: that it was guy a world guy. cup i mean it was a world cup here it was a world Cup. of course cup they're, well, of course saying, they're it, not
2: going to be there <laughs> yeah right so but at the same time they're complaining. I'm like, guys, we don't we don't go we go to see the stripes, not the numbers on the back. You know? So like I don't care if it's women wearing the stripes. I want them to score goals. I want to see that happen. And the women sometimes play better than the men do. So like it's really not that bad of a thing to watch. Like I'm I'm interested in watching it. I know a lot of members are interested too. It it I I find at least from from the Empire State crowd, there is want for to be there for there to be more engagement with the female team. Because like I said, a lot of people share the same opinion. It's Juve. You know what I mean? I want to watch Juve. I watched the other day. I watched Juve Real Madrid um, uh, U19 Champions League. All right. I mean, you know, just like the senior team, they managed to blow a one nothing lead against ten men,
4: but <laughs> at least they're consistent. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: It's consistency. So you know that's in the UV DNA right now. That's also something that we need to change, which is a great transition segment, you know.
1: No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah.
6: But, uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, obviously, you know, right now with COVID and the lockdown, you know, it's kind of hard to to get together. But I don't know, maybe you could, you, because, you know, I think part of being a fan, it is that thing of community. It is that thing of like, you know, having that same interest with, with people that care about the same thing. So I don't know if you could like tell us maybe, you know, a, a time or two when, you, you kind of like got together a big group or like what, what was your biggest event to watch a game or, or something that was particularly memorable? Uh,
2: I mean, you know, the, the recent Champions League finals uh, that we were able to participate in, I think were a fantastic show yeah. of force in, in a lot of ways. And I like to say show of force uh, because like I remember when we were in Cardiff, I remember, you know, it's you have a sea of black and white and then, like, a Real Madrid fan walks down into the basement at Legends and was like, I am afraid. I am outnumbered. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, this is completely foreign to me. Like, where are all the Cristiano Ronaldo jerseys. You know what I mean? And, and you know, that's the kind of effect that we've been able to have. And, and for for Juventino, for a guy who's, like, you know, not always able to see a guy, and, I, and I'm saying this, you know, this is for me personally, and I think it resonates for Sam, but I can't speak for everyone, that, that seeing a large group like that and, and and outnumbering the Real Madrid fans or outnumbering the Barca fans is amazing. It, it, it gives you, like, a huge... I mean, like, when I do that, I'm like, the, yeah, this is why I don't care that I don't get paid for all the work that I do.
5: The, Bar- the, Barca, the Barca 3-0 in the Champions League, that was also one
2: of, I think, oh, one of those the cooler... The Champions in, League suit days.
5: The, in, yes, when you were yeah, when you came in in the suit, and unfortunate for there was this you know we had like a solid side of one uh, of the bar, and I think there was another game on the other side, but there was this poor family that was on vacation in New York from Catalonia who had decided to come to you to, to legends to watch the, the game. Made the mistake of coming to coming watch to our the bar. Game. And and they're, they're, so they're the, they're this 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 family sitting like kind of secluded towards the corner with their meal watching the game. We're going nuts, and I remember the second goal, DiBala's second goal. Our friend Mattia, who is very tall, and was standing behind me, grabbed me around the waist and just started flinging me, and my beer flew out of my hand and went all over these poor people. That was but that that was just and also you were, you remember tall during that whole run through i had gotten jack to plug in my phone and play the anthem when we won champions league games yes. and there was and so like during uh, for the for the, that those games against barcelona and against uh, monaco after when the game was over i would run to the bar and jack would give me an aux cable and i'd plug it in real quick and i'd start playing sonia d'un de amore on spotify and the entire and the entire bar it you know would just start echoing with everybody there singing and dancing and jumping on each other there are some great on our facebook page there are still some great videos if you wanted if you dig that far of of people who recorded videos and of those games of those days and posted them that was that that was such the and, and that like you said sergio that's how it you know just like that feeling of being with this group that 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 you just like in those moments you just love the other humans around you unconditionally regardless of how well you know them uh it's just so good
2: there's also you know even even smaller things too that were um you know really i think meaningful for us you know jack if there were games that were broadcasting at 6 a.m he would open the bar he was like not legally allowed to serve anything but would let us come he would even let us bring like He can no longer do this. Also, I remember that family in Catalonia. This was like pre-renegotiation of their liquor license. Before the liquor license happened. Minors are allowed in the basement, but they had like a little kid with them that was well doused in beer. (laughs) Um, Legally, of course. Um, (laughs) Externally. Externally. (laughs) Yeah, and 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 so like being there for a six a.m. game, even you know what I mean. Yeah, those or... six those six
5: thirty games were fun because we would bring our he would, Jack would let us bring our own food. He would just he would the one thing he would do was give us pint glasses of coffee. he
2: wouldn't uh, would serve us coffee.
5: Those games were really fun. He's 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 unfortunately like Tal said, not very very not allowed to do those anymore for us. Yeah, but when we did, just like you know, getting on a train, it's I mean getting on a train going down and like waiting for him to just like pop his head out and unlock the door and, and let us come down. That was, those were fun.
2: Yeah. It was almost like a, you know, secret knock uh, cloak and dagger kind of like, we're going to go sneak down into this bar at 6am and watch game. And then I can't believe we <laughs> forgot this, but uh, the day we met Andre Agnelli was also. The
5: day we met Agnelli was, yeah, was, that- was, was really interesting. That was during the, uh, the season, really the, the comeback that- season. The, the, the where yeah. we had the horrible start and then started coming back. And we were playing, I think it was Empoli we were playing.
2: I think it was Atalanta.
5: Or, or Atalanta, Atalanta, one Atalanta. of those two teams. And, uh, you know, it was one of those games where we had, a, you know, where we scored a bunch of ugly goals and won the game. And there, there's a, there was a guy sitting next to me that
2: day his name well was i Kamas- remember this vividly i'll never forget this so if you let me please please go ahead I remember go ahead. this a is a couple of times to- like i went to the bathroom and i get back from the bathroom and i like lean over to sam and i'm like doesn't that guy look just like Andrea and Yelli? that's so funny I'm like how coincidental like you get a guy you know what i mean yeah that and- looked like and coming to watch Juve, and then we lean over and uh, an italian guy who was there for a couple of months working came over to us and was like guys that's andre and Yelli. i'm sure of it and I yeah. lean over to the bartender and I ask Jack. I'm like, Jack, do you have that guy's credit card? And I'm like, and he's like, I'm like, I don't need to see it. I don't want to see it or anything. I just said, read me the name on his credit card. And he looks at legal, turns around, and he just is like
5: just just a nod
2: just nodding and, and then so we waited till after the game and then he was kind enough to take pictures with everyone
4: no oh, and so he but- wasn't he wasn't nodding because he got you the numbers no. Also remember, no, I mean like.
5: <laughs> Tal. Also remember what? Also remember Jack because Jack, when he realized what was going on, came oh, yeah, out and came started. Enough. He came out and started schmoozing with Agnelli, and started. Jack is a huge Manchester United fan, so he started talking about the Cup Winners' Cup final that that we had against Manchester United years ago, and 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 schmoozed with him. And then a couple of mo- a couple of weeks later, after a game, Jack tells us to to wait up for a second, and he brings us to like the corner of the bar, and he produces this postal like envelope and inside of it is a it was a Pogba jersey a, a number 10 Pogba jersey signed by pretty much the entire team
2: it was like every every starter had signed yeah. it, and then there like, was a handwritten note from Andre Agnelli to Jack yeah and, and, and that that was, now it's framed right it's, at our- yeah
5: it's framed we have a, we have a little curva in one like arch of the wall and uh and that's framed up that's also there's also um, uh another there's another jersey a couple of our scarves um but uh yeah that that was a that was a day man and, he, and it was a good you know he he, he wanted an Anelli. he was obviously trying to keep a low profile but he was also very nice he 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 took pictures to anybody who with anybody who asked after the game
2: um, I think the key was that we waited till after the game to talk to him because it was, like, yeah. way before halftime that we realized. And, like, yeah. you know, smoke a cigarette at halftime. And we were like, no, I'm – like, we cannot bother him. Like, he will run away. Like, we wanted to be super respectful. And I was like,
4: yeah. I know he's and Nelly smoking it's... a cigarette sounds about right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wanted
4: to bum a cigarette off of
2: him. I wanted to do it so bad just to be like I saw Andre yelling <laughs> and I bummed a cigarette off of him. But, I, like, I did not want to, like, be that guy. Because I was clearly wearing a Juve jersey, and if I'm talking to him, I clearly know who he is.
3: And so, sorry, I missed the bits and pieces of the story because I had to open the door for uh, my girlfriend's son. But um, so, w- during which game was this? That, that
2: it was. was, it, was some, I, I, it was some. I think it was Atalanta. It I was either
5: Atalanta was or like Miami. Empoli, or it was. I remember it was a like, blue
2: jersey. That's what I remember.
5: Yeah, it was it was a it was it was like November November-ish, I think. It was
2: definitely November-ish cuz I was coming back from a conference that's around the same time every year. Yeah,
5: you had and come was- straight from the airport.
2: I had come straight from the airport. I had dropped my bags. I was still hungover. Um and I just showed up and I was like one of those things where like I would have never forgiven myself if I would have gone to bed off of getting off the red eye and missing and daniele being there but like being crap tired and it was a
4: 9
5: a.m game that was the other thing yeah
2: it was a 9 a.m so i was like do i go to sleep or i don't do i just go to the bar right now so we obviously know that i chose the latter.
3: yeah that's i mean that's a fascinating story i mean really just <laughs> a really cool story See, i think
2: it's still like my my cover photo on facebook if it is on facebook yeah it is I'm super fat there, and I have really curly
3: cool hair. And and what what season was it? You said it was in November, but like what season? It was. It was,
2: um, it was our
3: first season. 15-16. 15-16? Uh, okay. I see. I see. I see
4: Chuck's determined to find the match recap from that game. Yeah, no. I see <laughs> the. I see <laughs> the
3: wheels spinning. Yeah, I mean we could. I mean, hell, oh, I'm, I'm. I might just like kind of dig into the archives and. See if I can find something. Actually. Well, I mean, you got to um, kind of look around
2: November and look what games there are, and look at it's either Empoli or or, or Atalanta. It was one of the two, and there you go. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, I also I uh, have another question. I'm just I was fascinated by the part that you um, you kind of described in the beginning when you know you guys were just starting out, and then you got an email from like uh, the marketing I guess director or something. Um, so like, what what's your what is you guys like uh, as as a fan club like? What is your relationship with Juventus itself like? Like what is so,
2: there is a like a section of Juve of the Juve HQ, if you would, that is the Jofc program, the Juventus official fan club program, and uh, you know we have to sign you know a charter. We have like um, terms and conditions that we have to follow. You know we can't like use the Juve logo misrepresent the team or anything like that you know uh we could be reprimanded for anything like that or have our charter taken away or anything like that not like it's you know it's it's like pretty severe stuff that we wouldn't do like you know like uh using uh personally profiting off of the club you know what i mean or you know exorbitantly overcharging people and 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 the club
5: the club is a registered nonprofit.
2: yeah uh, that was also a recommendation. That was not a recommendation. It was a requirement. So, you know, we have to also file taxes every year and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's definitely, you know, we, we have to operate the more we operate like a business and the more we operate like a, you know, kind of bigger organization kind of, um, or, or more structured organization or corporate if you would. Um, I think the better off we are cause that in lines, aligns more with kind of HQ structure and, um, yeah, I mean, like we really kind of get our marching orders from UVA HQ a lot of the times, but they kind of also are like, these are the things you can't do. Go do whatever you want. Um, and the the main thing is interacting with them for getting tickets. I would say that that getting match tickets is the greatest benefit for a JOFC. Um, you know, other than the community, which you know has its own value in the lifelong friends that you'll meet. But you know, I don't can't guarantee you're going to get along with everybody or you're going to show up at the bar every week. You know, uh, I've had, I've made many lifelong friends from it, but that's what you get is, is match tickets really is access to match tickets. Um, and Sticker not-
5: price match tickets, Sticker it, it should oh. be said. Yes. <laughs> not yes. like, it's you not know, like on
2: going through like Via Gogo, which is like the European stub hub where you have to like, you know, you, you buy a 300 euro ticket for Juve Pescada and you get it. And it's literally on the ticket printed 35 euro cost. And you realize that, you know, you got overcharged by a thousand plus percent, whatever. And, you know, you'd much rather just pay the 35 euro. Now you think of it like, whoa, that's, that's, you know, a whole basically 325 euro that I get to spend on my vacation now in jerseys or whatever, or, you know, it's like free money basically. That's why I like to think about it. And, and it's Travel the agents respect. start speaking. <laughs> well, look, you know, yes, I also, you know, in my day job, non-COVID, I work at a travel agency. So it, it, I also can facilitate the travel for people cheaply. Um, also, part of the charter is like I am not allowed to like make money off of the travel aspect of it too. So I don't. I just get the cheapest price and that's what I give everyone. And that's literally it
3: yeah i hope i answered that question no i mean yeah yeah definitely yeah and, and i mean it's just fascinating i mean i work for a nonprofit myself so i, I mean i understand definitely the point of making that a nonprofit profit or a social kind of institution uh social membership club really yeah um that i mean that makes a lot of sense i think uh just legally you're gonna you know, insulate yourself there from a lot of problems kind of well, as a side would- note or, oh, sorry, to,
4: sorry to cut you Yeah as a
3: side note I am just, no, uh, just I just looked on uh, did some quick quick research 8th of November 2015 uh, Empoli against Juventus uh, is Still the so closest likely yeah find closest me, I can find.
2: Uh, let me let me if uh, let me do some quick searching on Facebook and I'll and I'll find the yeah what day I posted that it was probably the same day, and
5: that was death, and that definitely was one of the ugly goals games, I guarantee you, because we had fallen behind. Then Manzukic 32, Ever 38, Dibala 84.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, going to, uh, I'm not going in a 19th minute, I've seen that there, so that's uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> um, I, I guess one more question I have, and then I guess we can, you know, yeah, go ahead to like transfer rumors and all that, in terms of like. I mean, as a, as a fan club, definitely one of the biggest things is like, you know, like I said, you guys are a social membership club, and it's just really, it's about that community of people. Are you guys involved in any way in like, just in, with like, the city, like with New yeah. York, like with the city council, oh. or like mayors, or like, you know, how are you guys kind of involved in the
2: community? Not so much with, you know, the Napolitano mayor, um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, like, we marched in the um, Columbus Day Parade. You were in the club ago, I wore the mascot. I was Jay. He I was Jay the mascot. I nearly died. I nearly died. <laughs> I told you, I, it, it, and and it's, it's funny. funny speaking with Jay,
4: I, this is our I, greatest I, podcast achievement. We're technically speaking with Jay.
2: So, so uh, it's
4: I, funny because if I hadn't had bounce, I been the bounce, I We're in
2: supposed it. to freeze huge ice packs that will go in the suit and buy batteries for the fans that are in the head. That was not done. It was a Warm didn't we get? Thing. Didn't
5: we get the fans going? I thought we got the fans going at least. Mm,
2: I don't remember fans working. Okay, anyway. I,
5: you would be. You would have uh, been I there. was on the
2: inside of that. You thing. were on the
5: inside. Trust. I was. I was standing next to you for most of the march, tr- making sure that you didn't drop. <laughs> making sure that you didn't yeah, fall over. There's a.
2: There's a really good photo of me somewhere that a photographer took of me sitting on the back of a golf cart with the head right next to me, <laughs> drenched in Seattle. Uh That was fun, though. That was a lot of fun. And, and, and like, you know, we try to do stuff like that. A lot of it sometimes involves, like, a, like a financial contribution. Uh, we did uh, we, we did participate in a huge fundraiser for the city, like New York City Kicks Corona. I don't know if you guys heard about that. We were big in that. Marcella was a huge, huge instrumental person for us in that.
5: And there's also the calcetto tournaments that uh, that you guys take part that that we you know yeah we will take not, part again in from time not so to time.
2: easy to do now uh, yeah, and then but, there was one more thing what am I thinking of uh, but, 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 ah oh when there was the uh, in earlier nineteen um when there was the Australian the, the, the bushfire in Australia oh yeah the we the we Melbourne club to also do a fundraiser. So I guess not so much with the city, but, you know, we do kind of like as a nonprofit kind of it kind of flex those nonprofit muscles when we can and to try to get kind of UVA uh, members uh, involved because, uh,
3: you know, we have a tendency to be uh, good people. Yeah, no, that's great. And I mean, I love hearing that. I'm, I'm always so fascinated just by like the intersection between like, you know, football and like society and just like, you know, how, how you can be involved in just a direct community and just like be a part of, you know. And that's—I mean—that's great to hear. And and kind of as a nonprofit guy, do you guys write grants or anything, or do you receive any grants? No,
2: I wish we barely like we try to just keep all of our costs low. Every cent that comes in literally just goes back to like you know buying merch. So people can.
3: Help. But then the funding comes from what events is itself.
2: No, the funding comes from. I mean, the membership is. There's a fee for the membership. So I think this year new members is uh, new members is fifty and uh, returning members is forty five or whatever. I, again, I don't remember off the top of my head. Again, go check the website. It's all on the website. So that's where our funding comes from, you know. But we make, you know, your forty dollars a year worth it. I mean, if you think of the money that you save if you go to one match, it's. This is what I say to people: it's worth it if you think you might want to go to a match this season. Because I mean, it, realistically, you know, uh, if if and and I, I understand, you know, especially now, you know, it's not easy for everyone. Times are tight for a lot of people with unemployment. So, so, but that little bit of money that you put forward, you know, and again, we're. We try to every year, and Sam can attest to this. We we build on the the what is the member bundle, what is the member package that you get as as a member, and what the benefits are. You know, every year we try to add some bullet points to that benefit list so that you know the 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 tickets start to feel more like an icing on top, the cherry on top of the cake, versus you know the whole cake.
0: Even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. DW Void for prohibited by
0: law.
2: See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: Speaking of a cherry on top of the cake, Sergio, how much would a cherry on top of the cake be if you went to sign Raul Jimenez? We have Pretty pretty <laughs>
6: damn big cherry, I'll tell you that.
3: <laughs>
6: um, I mean the rumors are still going, but it's it's I you know, if the latest valuation is actually true like if it's an actual real valuation that the club is giving for the guy which is 90 million million euros that is an insane valuation like there is no way that you know it's anything remotely realistic you know and the guy's a good player he had a really good season obviously his you know market value is at an all-time high there is no way that he should be worth that much there's no way that anybody will pay that much for him if that is the actual valuation then i guess we can start kissing that mexican in juventus dream goodbye because there's no way that's that's actually going to happen even if you include adam ramsey and you know whoever you want to you still you willing
4: to to drive ramsey and rugani and anybody else to wolverhampton
6: listen i'll do it i just don't think they'll <laughs> take them like i mean <laughs> How like how much are you gonna sell <laughs> Ramsey and Rugani for? Like I mean, you know, let's let's be real here. Even if you include those two in the in the deal, I mean, you probably still have to pitching what like 50 million. I mean, you know, it's especially we were talking about it before the the recording began with with, with everyone, but you know the, the the way they're just throwing out numbers right now in the swap season and this transfer season in general is absolutely, you know, it's insane. It's 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 fugazi numbers straight up.
2: The numbers are insane. I mean, he also, he had a good season as far as a good balance between, um, I I know it was pretty balanced between goals and assists. I don't remember exactly. I think he hit high teens in the goals, right? What, like 19? Um, But I, I just, you know, it's not like buying Higuain for 90 million after he broke the scoring record of the league. You know what I mean? This is a guy that's had like, the kind of season every striker should be having realistically if you're a starting striker in any of the top five leagues and then you go ahead and slap a 90 million valuation on the guy i just i don't see it i i also think in such a short turnaround bringing in a uh, striker that's a little bit more experienced in A might be better uh if if we're gonna go after anyone i really think that Zapata is the move. I think uh,
4: duvan, duvan, duvan. I, I'm a
2: big fan. I'm a big fan of Zapata. I think he would not demand, he would not put too much stress on our wage bill. I think that, you know, Jimenez coming from England, they kind of all kind of come with a higher wage packet. And then also, you know, I their uh, president and operational manager, uh, George Mendez, uh, as we all know, who basically runs that team uh, behind the closed doors, you know, he's not going to take anyone who's not Portuguese. So, you know, Wolverhampton, a.k.a. the Portuguese national team, minus Ronaldo, like the only one he'll take for Jimenez is Ronaldo, I think. So we're kind
6: of screwed. Whoa, S- sell Ronaldo to Wolves? I love that. Let's do, that. Let's <laughs> do it. us no, you're, you're for you're for
2: you even at the cost of, of Ronaldo.
6: One hundred percent. Let's do it. Oh that. well, you know what? you I know might, how I'm crazy it eat. would be. Do you know how crazy it would be to see Ronaldo in a Wolves jersey? Like that would be <laughs> like I mean, that's the most. You know, I mean, I would just do it for that. That'd be hilarious. That's fair. If, or, if fair. there's you know if what? there's, and there's anything we know, right after for what it's worth it's it's 21 goals, nine assists he had this season which again 21 goals, great nine season assists. okay so like, good season but
2: that's a solid that's a solid season but, no way uh,
6: that's a 90 million yeah. euro striker. No, i mean no. There's, there's no way there's I'm, no way.
2: if you said 75 or 65 i i, I would say that's like we could negotiate i much prefer the the rumors right now that have uh ramsey going to uh, united for just some money um, including yeah. potentially Douglas Costa also going, and if they don't want that, you know, and if they if they take Douglas Costa and Aaron Ramsey, I will give them half price on Bernadeschi.
4: Yeah. If there's anything we know from this podcast is that Sergio just wants chaos. Sergio thrives on the chaos
5: and a Mex, and he wants to be able to say that there's a Mexican on Juventus.
6: <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. That that's the whole case. That's the whole end scenario. Like if I manage to make that happen to talk that into existence, my like my work here is done. I, I don't want anything else from from life. Really. When, it, when it comes to, like,
5: I, I've i only seen this sparingly, but I did see at least one rumor when it comes to a striker when it uh, regarding Alvaro Morata. And the more I thought about that, the more I actually thought it might work. I mean, you look at a guy like Morata... Get the gang back together. Get the get, Not only get the gang back together, but he has... Extensive experience working off of Cristiano Ronaldo from the time, from both before and after he was with Juve. He has extensive experience working with Paolo Dybala for the, the year that they, the years that they were together at Juventus. I would not, I, you know, he's still relatively, he's still pretty young.
2: What is he, 27, um, 28?
5: 27, 28. And I, I, I really, and I also really do think that he has a genuine love for the club that, you know, he and that he would not have left if 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 he had had a choice to with Real Madrid having that buyback clause. And and also, I, I think I, I said this in the last episode when it came to, you know, the coaching staff and things like Igor Tudor and kind of reinstating the Juventinita that we seem to kind of have been leaking away these last few years. Get a guy, you know, a guy like Morata, the guy, a guy that can, a guy that knows how that is. I think that could, I, I think that could be an interesting proposition, especially since he knows how to work off of our two main attacking talents.
3: For for all the statisticians amongst you, that would be the third time Morata would be returning to his former club.
5: First with Real Madrid. That's wild. Then
3: it's has Madrid. <laughs> then now with the Juventus. That would be the third. I feel like it would
2: be appropriate for his career, you know? It would just yeah. be consistent for him.
6: I mean, the you know, Morata's career, I think it's fair to say his peak was when he was at Juventus. So, I wouldn't be upset at that at all. I mean, I think that'd be a good signing. I mean...
2: Especially you know. if he could be had for under $50 million.
6: Yeah, exactly. I mean, with the prices we're talking about right now, anything on their, like, 40 would be apparently a, bar- a bargain which i cannot believe we're like at that point but yeah i, I wouldn't be upset at all i mean it would be a, it's a,
5: hysterical uh, how we you it, know it's a it's hysterical how we we saw these we, we thought that these numbers would would go down because of all of the economic turmoil that that the virus has wrought everywhere and then you see raul he you know and 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 it, this could this could very well be just like a protective number that wolves slapped on Raúl Jiménez, being like, "Oh, you want him? Give it. You know, you're not going to do this. You know, kind of the way the the they do in Spain with the buyback with the buyout clauses, because in Spain you have to have one, so you just make it like $700 million
4: and That's but, actually uh, Chuck's uh, buyout clause, by the way, 700 million. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. But it. But
6: it's amazing. the other podcast to, wants him. That's
4: going to yeah. be the, the That's right. The Come on Viola right. Nation, if you want them. Yeah. 700 million. <laughs> to to see these numbers
5: continue to go to the absurd levels that they were on before the shutdown. To see these is a little weird to me. I really thought that we weren't going to be seeing something quite things quite so stupid.
6: It's it's I, insane.
2: Like I just keep thinking, you know, Ronaldinho for 35 million back in the day back in the day and you're like whoa can you imagine what a 25 year old Ronaldinho would be today
6: yeah no it'd be like over 100 mil is like I mean it's- over
2: 100 mil like, it'd be like four or five, five like you can't even equate that nowadays like yeah you know, no it's uh, insane Zinedine Zidane from Juve to to Real Madrid if that transfer happened today like what would that look like
6: it's insane. Like, I think we were talking about it in in the Slack uh, uh, in our in our Slack group and during the week, but it was about this like rumored uh, swap deal between Daniele Rugani and and Hector Bellerin with with Arsenal, and they were valuing Daniele Rugani a uh, uh, an all in all like super bench guy, like I mean a guy who plays very little, like a end of the bench type of guy and they were valuing him at twenty five mil 30 and it's like that's that's don't, insane. Don't,
1: don't let them know.
6: Oh no sorry that's that's Arsenal fans me. will hear you. Arsenal man, keep, he's great. Them. He he's about to take the next step. I know yeah, that, no, <laughs> Maldini. You got that line I would say in he's there, better then. than
2: Maldini ever was honestly
6: you're you're getting you're getting a guy that's right on the on the cusp of really greatness. So yeah take take him off our hands. I mean twenty five <laughs> mil what a bargain right
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We just can't. His wages are just too high for us, so we just can't hold on to him any longer. Take
6: him, please. But like, I mean, it's 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 insane. I mean, if, a, if a bench guy is worth that much, like, how much is a is a you know guy like Demiril worth? How much is Bonucci worth? I mean, like, what are we talking about here? So, it, it's going to be a, a pretty hectic transfer season, I think. Interesting, at least.
2: I mean, it's already interesting if you look at like the Arthur Pianic deal, and you look at the friends. I remember, I forget who someone wrote a really great article about the actual raw finances of it, and it was something weird of like both teams were able to like claim like a hundred mil gain somehow because of the way soccer team uh, football clubs evaluate how much a player is worth as an asset to a corporation, which was super fascinating. And there was a lot of, you know, financial ease that I did not understand. But it's it's really interesting, especially when you incorporate swaps, because if with something like a swap, I think clubs can actually evaluate players as much higher than they are. So, like, in a swap deal, if we need Daniele Rugani to be worth $60 million, he's worth $60 million as long as the other club is okay with it. You know what I mean? And then they get to claim an asset that's worth that much, but they got it for an asset that, you know, it's like kind of weird – Basically, money laundering,
5: like creative yeah. accounting,
3: as my old uh, yeah, you concern. know
5: what I mean, yeah.
1: like isn't that
5: kind of what kind of what put Parma into a, into bankruptcy a couple of years ago. Like, yeah, I know, but they did the
2: illegal way where they didn't bribe the right people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's basically how I see it. Like, it's just weird, shady accounting that doesn't really make any sense.
6: Yeah, this uh, this is not not technically illegal which is not
2: exactly not technically illegal which is exactly um, the
6: way you want to to you know describe the the finances of your club you know not technically illegal so, yeah. it, so it's gonna be great it's just gonna be really really fun i think
3: yeah whenever i see such uh i guess you can call it financial gymnastics or uh, accounting gymnastics like this uh i just got of i keep, keep thinking of that you know once great while well, still great movie Big Lebowski and I just keep thinking of that time when he walks into the room and he says where's the money Lebowski and I just keep thinking of that and it's just like where is the money where's all this money coming and then,
5: from and then and then immediately after that you get the classic South Park line and it's gone financial
4: gymnastics does that mean is doing some backflips or something Chuck uh, pff,
3: more than that <laughs> 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 with like no gravity backflips and like I don't know
5: is that why he's had such a terrible mercato the last few years? He's just too focused on the on the balance beam. I don't know. That's right.
2: <laughs> he's just trying to show off that he can get the best players on a free as possible. Yeah, but doesn't realize that that and squad building do not go hand in hand.
5: Yeah, that's the that's the that's Peretici's, Ben Patatici's problem is that he's you know he can make some interesting deals, but he doesn't have the same sense of squad building that Pepe Marotta.
2: Well, that's the other thing is that, like, there's a new guy that's supposed to be working with him now that was, like, the Primavera coach or part of the scouting network. So now that guy is going to be working. Like, basically, he's going to decide this is the player we want and Paratici's got to make the deal happen. So he's no longer going to be, like, pulling the strings dolo, if you would. Yeah. At least that's what I read.
4: So in other transfer news the gonzalo higuain sammy kadira saga mm. do you want to call it a saga, saga. Uh, i guess i guess we can call it a saga where juventus are now i think they're it's pretty well established that they're trying to get rid of higuain and kadira Sami kadira and gonzalo higuain rightfully or wrongly however you want to view it want to get their full money so wrap it up on this one obviously we we know that kadira has been very much not contributing in terms of uh goals I mean, goals, he's, goals you, mean the you mean money tall, tall. medical
2: fees alone okay oh you
4: mean tall you mean the best player
5: ever
2: oh sammy kadira do not doubt him he is the greatest that has ever lived <laughs> sorry i just saw the medical doctor sorry J- medical, sorry that was uh, <laughs> i did an eye test sorry
5: sorry club in sorry club in joke uh,
2: uh yeah <laughs> Basically basically we had this we had this long running rumor that the only reason Sammy Kadira kept getting contract extensions is cuz he has like blackmail material on Agnelli. And we ruled out we ruled out uh, it being Allegri after uh, he was still on the team when we got sorry. But there's still potential that it was Allegri cuz Allegri did keep playing him. In terms of Sammy Kadira, he doesn't deserve anything and he really needs to just stop being on our team by any means necessary um I think that Higuain has gotten a really unfair deal from us in the last couple of years I mean we've been clearly trying to offload him unsuccessfully Uh, I think we should have like let one of the teams just pull the trigger on him hopefully they nobody really wanted to unfortunately um and I think releasing I think we got our money's worth out of Higuain I think Sammy Kadira needs to just go um he uh, you know if he wants all of his money then like uh, i guess like let him sit on the bench for another year but like uh, let get get Kedira out of here get him out i'll come pick him up uh,
6: i'll um, I'll agree i'll agree 100% with you on the e wayne front i think he got – i mean i i think i mentioned it in, in my season review for the for the attacking part of the of the squad he got a very rough deal in juventus i think he's been like very Unfairly maligned for, you know, his his price tag because he was overweight that one preseason, and then like no one has been, no one has ever let him list that. I missed that
2: Iguain. He scored more goals. Yeah, it
6: was it was. I mean, you know, I think I think he he was a good player for Juventus. I think he was honestly for what we expected of him last season. He performed pretty okay, so it's not terrible what he did last season. But you know. What the, the, other, the thing I was talking about with, with some friends the other day was, like, these guys are super competitive guys. And, and when Sami Khadid actually, like, put that Instagram post, like, I'm looking forward for, like, next year and, like, you know, being, like, a, a big part of the squad. Like, I actually believe he, he really believes that. Like, he really thinks that I had a bad year because of injuries, whatever. And if he has a contract, it like, I get that from the fan perspective. Like, we don't want him here anymore. Like, he's old. He's, like, injury prone. Like, we don't need him. But, you know, it's hard for me to be like, he should just, like, abandon that contract, I guess. Like, if we gave him that contract, why wouldn't he want to? That's totally yeah. fair. That's yeah, totally like, fair. I mean... That's
2: a fair point. I mean, like...
6: So it's, it's, I, it's, an, it's an unfair position, I think, for everyone. For the players, for the club. For I mean, it's, it's an awkward position, and it sucks that, that it got to this point. Because at one point, Kadira was actually really good. Like, he was yeah. a good signing. But, you know, it, it's yeah that trick. Yeah, he had two,
2: didn't he? Didn't
6: he have two hat tricks? Sassuolo, I'm pretty sure one of them.
5: Sassuolo and Udinese. He had two. He had two hat tricks.
6: Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I don't know. It's 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 a weird predicament. It's an unfair situation for the players, for the club. It, it's it sucks that it got to, had to like come to this. I guess.
2: I mean, I guess my 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 conclusion after after you know, and I and I definitely agree with that because you know, from a player perspective, they do don't intend on being injured, and they do intend on playing the best they can. You know, Stefano Sturaro did not want to just lose the ball in front of him. He did not mean to do that. It just happened. Just like Sandy Kadir's injuries, he doesn't mean to get injured. But that being said, like, you know, you got your money's worth out of J Medical, buddy. I mean, I swear, like, the amount of research dollars that went into trying to fix that man are probably worth more than we ever paid him or he was ever paid, period, throughout the entirety of his career, if you take all of that money together in medical fees. So, yeah, uh, again, Higuain, I think Higuain, if we're going to let him go, if we're going to release him, like, I, I I, would say he deserves his money for the year. Uh, we put him through hell, even though the finances are not necessarily there. This is something that we're going to have to eat, and we're going to have to eat it. This guy is not going to go uh, quietly into the night. Sandy Kadira does not necessarily deserve that same, whatchamacallit, let's say leniency from me, in my opinion, just because I've been so hurt by his knees in the past. And calves and, and hamstrings. It's
4: just like <laughs> head, shoulders, <laughs>
2: knees and toes with this guy. You know what I mean?
4: We'll wrap things up there. I want to thank Tall for for coming on the show and best of luck. Hopefully you get to uh, book some trips to Turin soon. And um, be- just
2: uh, Short term, I'm just hoping to have a beer with the rest of my Juventini at Legend. Um, amen and uh you know be able to hug my fellow Juventini without having to quarantine for 14 days afterwards (laughs) that's kind of you know let's start there and then and then get back to turin again thanks guys so much for having me on it's been a real blast uh and anyone interested please check us out on our socials which i'm sure we'll be somehow linked in here and uh, JuventusClubEmpireState.com where you can find everything, including sign-up information.
4: And I'll get our plugs in as well. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Search black and white and red all over. And we will pop up. Feel free to subscribe, like, and rate us. You can also listen to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. We also are on all of the socials. So pretty easy to find us there. So for Sam, for Chucks, for Sergio, and for Tall. this is Danny saying thank you very much for listening. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you guys next time.